0: Welcome to The Rant. I'm your host, Herman James, and on today's episode, Bobcat and I will be talking about cheap booze. All right, everyone. I want to thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. If it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be able to be as well known and as international as I have been. Uh, As you guys heard from the last podcast, we actually were talking to some Aussies. Well, he wasn't really an Aussie. He's a guy in New Zealand, the dingleberry of Australia. Uh, But today, we're doing a coast-to-coast here, west coast-to-east coast podcast i've got bumwines bob here uh, guest hosting on the rant how you doing bob
1: i'm doing great how are you doing tonight
0: not too bad in california it stopped raining for one day so people stopped freaking the fuck out and started driving normal
1: <laughs> i heard i heard that I, I was listening to some of the show you did last week about bad drivers and, and rain and and trust me i'm in new jersey and it's the middle of winter it's cold it's been raining it's been snowing So I know all about bad drivers. I deal with them every morning and afternoon on my way to and from work. So I feel your pain out there. But at least you guys don't have to deal with snow out there. So Not in Sacramento. Lucky. Yeah, you're not not there at least. And even when you do, I'm sure it's not the amount of snow that we get here and rain and ice from time to time. So, um so you're lucky, at least in that like, regard anyway.
0: Well, and, I, and I'll agree with that. I, I think that's a pretty good statement for that. We do have people, however, because of California being, like I said with um, Gareth, we're we a relatively well-weathered state where we get you know rain sporadically, if that. We were in like a, a five-year drought. So now if it just sprinkles, we're fucked in traffic. And then if it's snowing, All hell's broken loose. People literally assume hell has frozen over, and they're freaking out.
1: (laughs) I know. I've seen the pictures. I've seen the stories. Not necessarily in Sacramento, but I know in other parts of the USA where they rarely get snow. I think there was that time in Atlanta a few years ago. They got maybe an inch of snow, and they were showing the freeways, you know, backed up, 10-car pileups over this one little you know, dusting of of snow on the ground. So I can imagine, you know, when you're not used to it, I I totally get it. I can understand it. But either way, it's still a pain in the ass to have to deal with it.
0: It is, but I drive a lesbian wagon. As everyone's heard, my my daily driver is a 99 Subaru Legacy Outback all-wheel drive car. And it's specifically so I don't have to deal with assholes that can't drive. It, it, It works out well for me. Um one thing a lot of people don't know about me personally is that I'm from Staten Island. You have a better accent than I do if I were to talk like I was from New York, but that's because speech class made me talk this way. They thought I was retarded as a child because I talked with hot eyes. My mother still talks like this, and it's ridiculous. So I <laughs> yeah. I have a, a very uh, what I call offensive driving status. In terms of, I really push the limits and get out of the way of idiots. Whereas Californians typically drive defensively and aggressively. Which, aggressive to me just means you're a freaking idiot and don't know what you're doing. And defensively means you're too much of a pussy to make the first move. So, it, it it's a weird dynamic here. But my father taught me to drive from being on the East Coast. And my first time behind the wheel of a car, I was doing a hundred plus miles an hour because he said I had to get through all five gears all the way up and all five gears all the way down. I didn't know he meant easy. So I just punched it.
1: (laughs) That's one way to learn right there. So you're, you're good. (laughs) (laughs) It
0: it, it was, it was fun. I it can't was an experience,
1: I can imagine.
0: <laughs> I can definitely agree with that. I, I don't think he was ever comfortable with that one. And after that day, he never wanted to take me on the freeway. So it was a, an event.
1: <laughs> so how long have you been out in uh, Sacramento in there? Have you been there for a long time? Or did you were you just born in Staten Island and then moved when you were young? Or Yeah,
0: I was uh, born in Staten Island and then we moved out to the west coast pretty quick i I wasn't even a year old at that time but i grew up in a household where my mother still talks like that and my mother still has water coffee all that kind of crap and (laughs) and and so
1: you you can't you can't really change that you know i mean she she grew up with that and lived her life that way for you i mean you never got to experience that so you still learned it through her so i i get why you still kind of had that accent even a little bit even though you weren't in the staten island on the east coast it just kind of the household just kind of still gave it to you
0: exactly and and she really gets the hard r's in that you know staten island kind of accent when we piss her off and that only happened all the time so we got pretty well (laughs) versed in uh understanding when she's real mad is when that accent came out and we're like oh crap it it was fun but on the the idea for our episode today uh bob you and i talked about uh what we want to talk about before the show came on before we hit the record button and uh as everyone can understand with the name of bum wine bob for the podcast by the way bob uh what's the podcast location where can people find the podcast
1: well the the podcast is bumming with bobcat uh you can find us at bumwinebob.com on all your your favorite podcast apps devices anywhere you get your podcast just search for bumwine bob or bumming with bobcat and uh and you can find us there and you know and my forte as people no, if you're listening to this through you know since it is a dual podcast here at least what we're <laughs> we're going for and what we're striving for today you know Boeing with Bobcat people who listen to my show know I I dive deep into the world of of cheap booze on a a fairly daily basis so we decided you know what better conversation topic than uh Cheap booze, right?
0: (laughs) Exactly. I mean, uh, we talked about my cheapness before the show started and people in uh, my real circle, the real world really know how cheap I am. And everyone that listens to the rant knows exactly how cheap I am because I talk about being cheap and how I do uh, a lot of DIY projects in my house. Not because I am extraordinarily gifted in the craft of woodworking or home repairs, but because I'm not paying some asshole 500 bucks to do something I can do in three hours. So yeah,
1: I, it, that, nothing wrong with that.
0: No, it works really well. And so I'll, uh, I, I, I want to call like the people that listen to you bump, uh, Bobcats.
1: <laughs> we could call them like the you know the the little bobcats of the world you know i mean you know like you know hulk hogan used to have you know his his little hulksters and they had the the ultimate warrior had the little warriors you know we can have the little bobcats as the uh the fans out there you know i never i never thought of that <laughs> in the past but you know maybe we just coined you know something to have the uh the, the little bobcats of the world who listen to the podcast and, and follow uh, the website, you know.
0: That works. That,
1: that's who they are. I like it. I See? like it. See, this is why we're here. We're here to <laughs> break these things down. The hard hitting topics. See, we're both of us here, we're we're idea mans. And and when I saw your show and, and we kind of reached out to each other, you know, through the uh, the Twitter machine.
0: Gotta love and, Twitter.
1: And the way you kind of do your show and the way I do my show is fairly similar because we're kind of like a a solo podcast host, but we bring guests on uh, from time to time, but we do solo things as well. So it was kind of like a perfect fit in a way. It could also be a not perfect fit when you're used to kind of. Talking to yourself, which I'm I'm very good at.
0: (laughs) Just don't do it in public, and then lose the argument with yourself because that makes you crazy.
1: Exactly. (laughs) See, that was the good thing about you know, podcasting is like you know I can now sit you know in in my basement and at my computer and you know talk to myself for you know a half hour an hour, and as long as I'm recording it and distributing it out to the masses i don't sound like a a crazy person anymore
0: (laughs) exactly i still sound crazy i it's fine with me uh people know i'm crazy enough to do it and uh I, i say that i get away with it because of my stunning good looks which is very apparent when you're listening to a podcast
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have the you have the face for radio. is what I what I like to say. You know, that's what they always say. Behind the microphone, nobody has to see you.
0: Exactly. Oh, that's always nice. Well, on the uh, idea for cheap booze, uh by the way, if anyone's looking to find my podcast, just go to thehermanjames.com very plain, very simple. Thehermanjames.com. Uh, there's a podcast location button. Just go right through there. Click whatever you listen to, however you listen to it on any mobile device at all. It goes right through there. If you really want to find out and be as lazy as I am, just yell at your smart speaker and say, play the rant with Herman <laughs> James. It pulls it right up.
1: Hey, 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 play it. <laughs>
0: It works. It it does. For a while, I was getting annoyed because it was playing uh, a woman's podcast that wasn't even named the same thing. So I was a little annoyed. But uh, iHeartRadio put me on uh, a few months ago. And so that trumped whatever she was doing with a similar sounding name-ish to mine. And uh, yeah, so now I win. I'm happy with that.
1: The people have spoken and they're, they're now telling them that they want to hear you and not this other lady.
0: Yeah, sucks for her because she has a name that sounds like Herman. Like, (laughs) (laughs) that's bad for her. But um, for the cheap booze idea, just to give a context of uh, what I am doing here in uh, my own studio, I've actually picked up a local brewer's uh, beer here. I got a four pack of 16 ounce cans of a knee deep brewing company. Uh, this one's actually a courtside IPA. It looks like a retarded Martian doing a, a dunk, but uh, it cost me seven bucks. So I'm going to crack a second one because I got pre-lubed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, and normally I would say, you know, craft beer is not on the cheap booze spectrum. But once you came back with the four-pack for $7, I mean, even, you know, for me, that still sounds, you know, four beer, seven bucks, no way. But when I have, you know, bought craft beer before, and from time to time, I dabble in the, the... the higher living i guess you could say of the craft beer (laughs) and for seven dollars that is not a bad price for a four pack of of craft beer so i guess i guess we can let that slide for the episode and then and we'll allow it (laughs) and you know it's craft beer
0: because it's that generic no frills aluminum can with that vinyl sticker over the aluminum can,
1: yeah. <laughs> nothing fancy. It's just a can with a sticker. That's yeah.
0: It. And they're like, "Oh, we got this." So, uh, Bobcat, give us a, a background of your uh, inauguration, I guess, into uh, the cheap <laughs> booze. All
1: right. Well, well, before I, I get into that, I will say I am I am on the the sort of cheap beer uh, kick for for tonight. And I'm cracking open a. Uh, oh, I've had a few already <laughs> of uh, Yingling. It's a Yingling premium light uh, beer. So, I mean, I don't know. Because I know Yingling is. In certain places you can't get it, some places you can. I don't know if you guys have it out there in uh, Sacramento and California. Or not, or if you've had Yingling, because I know for some reason the way it's imported and exported from state to state, it's hard to find in some states. Some states have cases of it anywhere you go, so I don't know if you have it over there or not.
0: I don't think I've ever heard of it out here. And as you're saying it, I've got like Asian jokes and like Ringling Brothers things in my head going (laughs) like it hits a whole bunch of stupid shit, like going through the brain and mouth filter, and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's a famous beer. It's the, uh, the classic Yingling. I mean, it's been around since 1829. So, you know, it's got to be, you know, good if it's been around that long. And they have their, their regular uh, lager beer. But this is, like, their cheaper end of their premium beer, which was only 13.99 for a case for a 24-pack I picked up nice. a few days ago. So... It's perfectly fitting, and it will be – well, it will probably already be out there as the com Beer of the Week uh, by the time this podcast drops because we're recording it on Thursday night. The Beer of the Week will come out on Friday. Nice. So by the time you're hearing this, you can head to BoneWineBob.com to check it out and hear my uh, – and read my thoughts and drunken commentary. <laughs> <laughs> On, on the beer and everything that that goes with it there but yeah nice. and it, and it for and for those of you out there you know watching your your calories you know your new year's resolutions it's only 98 calories so you're you're good there and uh 6.6 grams of uh carbs so and no fat no fat you can't have any fat
0: <laughs> now in terms of uh cuz i'm curious of this because my favorite beer to drink on a regular basis without question. I, I typically have a keg of it. My keg raider in my house is going to be uh Corona. Now I have parlayed that into Corona light because it's the same idea. It's a little bit lighter of the bad shit for you. And, and it works for me. It's still fine yet. in taste tests. Everyone says it's the worst tasting beer that everyone's ever tasted. I'm like, <laughs> I don't give two shits. Like I like it. It's fine for me. Yeah. And we have it all at my parties. So it's a light beer for me. And I enjoy drinking it and I can get a, no, well, I can't get a, I don't get a full keg because I get two kegs on top of my house. Um, but we got the, oh, I guess they're called pony kegs now. Uh, so it's like the five gallon kegs. Uh, of it and it runs me I think a uh, hundred bucks for the keg for that I pay more literally to have a fucking pony keg than I would to have a full keg because they're assholes and do it that way but uh, for me I love the taste because I can drink it and I can have a picture of that and not have my tongue go numb and I don't mean that like I'm eating like dirty pussy because I haven't <laughs> done that but
1: <laughs> we not don't, we don't want. that <laughs>
0: after like a few like ipas like double ipas like you get that like heavy tongue we don't feel and you don't taste the beer anymore
1: yeah because with the the ipas you can only have you know a few of them and then because i mean and you will get a good buzz and you really don't need to drink more at that time but for like the summertime or spring you know you're doing a whole day of drinking I'm with you. I'm a I'm a fan of, of Corona's and Corona Light as well. I have some Corona lights in the in the fridge down here too. So I'm with you. I know a lot of people, like you said, give it a lot of shit for how it tastes or you know, it's the cheap, you know, Mexican, you know, piss water beer. But for me personally, I have I have no problems with it. I enjoy it too.
0: Yeah, and see, and I call it Mexican piss water as I'm drinking it. <laughs> I'm saying that as I drink it, but it's it's really because I also cannot drag myself to purchase Coors Light or Bud Light. First off, I don't like Bud Light in the first place. I've never bought that as a beer. It wasn't my like palate to do in the first place. I just it's nothing against Anheuser Busch. I don't have anything against them. It's just it just wasn't my thing. Coors Light, I think, just had less shit in it. So it it was a little more crisp for me. But spending as much time as I did in college in playing beer pong and buying 30 packs because the store next to our frat house, that's right, I was in fraternity, folks, uh, only kept certain 30 packs or certain amount of 30 packs in the fridge at a time. So we got a lot of, like, warm 30 packs and then we're playing beer pong with this and then in the next day i woke up and i lived in the frat house and we go to the garage and now the garage smells like warm stale flat Oh, yeah coors light and i'm like mm-mm, mm-mm.
1: yeah i i know i know that smell very <laughs> well. i can as soon as you said that i can picture it and i've had that that same morning after Uh, as well after waking up after a party and walking out there and you have the half empty, you know, cups on the table from the beer pong, the floor is all sticky, you know, from all the, the beer. Yeah. Yeah. I had the same issues in college. (laughs) I wasn't in a frat, but I did, you know, have an apartment with some, some friends of mine in college and, you know, we had some parties and yeah, that morning after you'd go out there and, and that warm leftover beer smell and cleaning oh, it up. Uh, I, I so know exactly bad. what you're, you're saying, especially when you're hungover and on the verge of throwing up as it is already. And
0: yeah. that, that didn't help. <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't help. No, no, it, it was all sorts of bad. So I can't, as what people consider an adult, uh, I can't physically purchase that. I don't, I don't go buy a case of it. If I'm out drinking somewhere in a bar, I don't buy that And the fucked up caveat is there's a bar here in Sacramento that the fiance loves to go to. And I was a massive patron to way before we even started dating. And after I would drink what I normally drink, I would then just try to, you know, maintain and they sell tall boys of PBR for three bucks. I can drink PBR all day long. Perfectly fine with that.
1: PBR is another favorite of mine too. So I'm with you on that. That's something I can drink. uh, You know, just keep going and going and going. It gives you that, you know, that steady buzz throughout and doesn't usually doesn't put you over the edge too quick. No, no, no.
0: I mean, and and I'm not even mad that it's Russian now.
1: These days. I mean, what, what can you do? I mean,
0: (laughs) yeah, I, it's a weird thing. You're a you're a big beer fan yourself, but uh, you were aware that that got purchased by a Russian guy,
1: right? I, I know. I know. I heard you know rumblings about it. I didn't hear the whole story. So uh, about the the Russian guy purchasing it, uh, that that's news to me. Uh, now I, I remember the whole controversy a few months ago that uh it. They had the whole distribution rights through, I think, uh, Miller Coors, who was threatening to, you know, cease the production of it. Uh, But they, I guess they came to some sort of an agreement to continue to, because I guess they used their breweries to to brew the beer and they ship it out from there. Uh, And there was a whole big, you know, uh, confusion. And yeah, yeah, about, you know, they were going to stop, PBR was going to vanish um but luckily they sorted it out and for now we're we're in the clear but i i did not know that some uh some russian guy is the
0: <laughs> yeah well, yeah <laughs> i i want to say that was um roughly 6 years ago so 5 6 years ago now and um he bought or they bought uh uh whoever uh, makes pbr also is and i'm probably wrong on this to be 100% on it it's one of the two it's either Colt 45 or Schlitz malt liquor is also made by the same people that make PBR. So he yeah, kind you, of you bought are, that. You are
1: correct. You are correct about that. Yeah. Colt 45 and, yeah, uh, yeah. and Schlitz are made by uh, Pabst uh, as well.
0: So, yeah, so he, he bought that market or that company, the Russian company bought that market and didn't change a damn thing. And that doesn't bother me. Like I said, it was something weird to me at the time. I worked in hospitality when, uh, that whole purchase came to fruition. So I heard about it and I was like, Ooh, do we stop selling this now? Is this a thing? Like, do, do people care? Cause personally, I don't care. I don't care where my stuff comes from because if that were a thing for me, I wouldn't have an iPhone.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I know. People get all up in arms on things. And it's the same thing, too. I think Anheuser-Busch, I think, is is now owned by some foreign country, you know, and they made that big hoopla, you know, and they put, you know, America on the cans, you know, a, a few years ago. And it's like, so you're putting America on a can that is now owned by some other foreign <laughs> country. I did not know that. Thing yeah 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 another one. I forget what uh who owns them now, uh yeah, but it's some foreign country, I, so that was like a big controversy when they did that whole big promotion about you know Budweiser and America, and we we're gonna write America on the the cans and the bottles, and it's all u s a all the way, and it's like, well, yeah know your company's owned by you know some uh some foreign uh country now, right? but yeah, who needs to know that? We're just trying to sell more beer.
0: (laughs) I, I did not know that Anheuser Busch got bought out by somebody else and see that, that's new to me. I, I, obviously, I don't pay that much attention to that kind of stuff. Um, but golly, I, I I did not know that. And I'm also trying to stall as I'm on my phone. I just Googled who bought Anheuser Busch.
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah it's like uh let me uh i was like I, in i was actually typing the same thing uh, <laughs> uh too yeah uh, uh but, but,
0: this is uh michael whoever that guy is currently president of the ceo North american Heinz bush in this and that President over the u.s wikipedia it was
1: something uh let See, let's see, get everybody out there listening. You know, talks amongst yourselves for uh, for a few <laughs> minutes here and. Uh, <laughs> well,
0: it looks like uh, Anheuser-Busch, and in- Bev, uh, formally yeah. following this and that. It looks like it's saying it's uh, Brewers in Belgium.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it was. It was no, well,
0: this like this guy yeah. says he's from Belgium. I think that's what it is. Either way, yeah, you yeah, guys it, listening, just fucking Google, you'll find it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a merger between uh, Interbrew Belgium and AM Bev from Brazil. Who acquired Anheuser-Busch from the United States in October 2015? So there you have. No it. Oh shit!
0: <laughs> breaking the news right now! Right now! <laughs>
1: Bre- breaking breaking news from 2015. I'm sorry, we weren't we weren't sober enough at the time to report this stuff. But hey, okay, it's 2019 now. Now you guys know. And what
0: makes me laugh the most right now is I've got all these redneck fucks in my head talking about America, (laughs) Budweiser, like cracking beers.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. That that was was the whole thing behind it, because it was like, okay, you're pushing this whole America thing, and you're not owned by an American company anymore, but hey, it's going to sell the beers. That's what people want to see. Hey, more power to them.
0: Oh, that's so great. Uh, Yeah. And see now I'm okay with my stake of I like Coors over Bud just because the taste of it was again it just tastes less I don't know spiced or whatever you wanna call it. Yeah, and
1: yeah, I I I I I've I've been all over the place over the years with with my taste in beers. For for a while I was a big Budweiser fan. Just regular straight up Bud Anytime I went out somewhere, that's what I would get. I would pick up a case, I I bring it home, and then once I started doing uh, my website and the blog, and I decided, you know, let me, you know, start venturing out into more beers, cheap beers, mind you. I'm not going down the fancy road. I mean, from time to time, <laughs> yes, but uh, yeah, and and trying to find kind of like cheap. Light beers. Uh, and yes, I was on a kind of like a, a Bud Light kick for a while, too. I'd get that. But I have been more towards the, the Miller Coors side of things. I'm not a I'm not oh, yeah. a big fan of Coors Light, though. Yeah, I'm if, with I, you. I have, I have one friend who that's like all he – if he doesn't drink an IPA uh, or some sort of craft beer, all he drinks is, is Coors Light. He's one of those people that's like – anything else other than that, like he won't drink any other beer. And I'm like, dude, just drink the, it's, it's a Miller light. It's a Bud light. Just drink the goddamn beer. I don't care.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And see, as an underage kid, when I moved to Sacramento to go to college and I was trying to, you know, have enough alcohol to maintain for a week or two weeks, whatever I'm doing off of the minimal amount of money I could make or have, you know, on the side and get, some random person to buy me booze from I loved. And to this day, I'll still say it, uh, MGD, not Miller light, the gold MGDs. Yeah, the Miller the MGDs, draft. Yeah. yeah. I can still do that. I can still maintain that. I love that. I would have, They didn't even make 30 packs of that I think they had like 24 packs of that back in the day. And, uh, I'd have a case of that as chilled sitting by my chair in my tiny ass desk, as I'm on my laptop playing, uh, what was it? Uh, not even Call of Duty. I can't remember the name of it now. But essentially, it was a uh, just a uh, first-person, you know, army shooter game, and it was great.
1: Are you it, talking? Are you talking Rainbow Six? It wasn't or Rainbow is Six. It, it was before okay, Rainbow right. Six. Before. Okay. Okay. Soldier of Fortune. That's it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> there you go. So I was a, you know, 18, 19-year-old kid in college drinking a 24-pack and playing Soldier of Fortune and having a blast doing that in my own room I rented in a house here in Sacramento while I was in college and doing all of that kind of stuff and just kind of enjoying myself. And to this day, I, I didn't overdo it on an MGG because – it was me gaming like a fucking nerd doing it, and and I say nerd by the way endearingly, lovingly, and jealously, because these fucks who are so good at these games now are like ninja. I want I want to talk to ninja. By the way, ninja, if you ever hear this, and I'm gonna say ninja a few more times for that search engine optimization, so hopefully he hears this and wants to be on the show. How the f- fuck do you get paid to play video games my parents kicked me the fuck out of the house when i was a kid playing too many video games because they wanted to but now that it's a thing so the term nerd for me when i say it, it's endearing and it's loving and i'm envious because i don't know as much as they know i didn't pick up technology as well as they did and so it's a weird thing but yeah mgd love it
1: <laughs> yeah no I, i'm a fan of mgd uh to it. I don't drink it that often, but when another. I do, it's kind of like a you know a special occasion. And what I picked up the other day, which has always been a favorite of mine, is uh, is Bud Ice. Bud Ice is oh. another cheap beer that that has always been a favorite of mine. That it, it's like a special treat to me, at least.
0: There is literally only one thing about Bud Ice I like. I I've had it maybe once, maybe twice. And that's neither here nor there. I'm not bagging on the taste or anything about the company. The one thing I love about Bud Ice the most is the fucking penguin.
1: I I, I knew you were gonna say that, and that's exactly <laughs> the reason why. And I think that's probably why I ventured to it was you know growing up in the commercials with the penguins. And at the time, I was not of age to, to
0: drink during
1: during that time, but. I just think it kind of resonated with me uh growing up seeing that and then by the time I was eventually, you know, of age, you know, buy beer myself, I went towards that. I have a I have a big uh steel uh Ice sign that has the beware of the penguins. Uh nice. that I have well, that was down in my basement here and I also have a couple of the little uh, mugs that used to talk that had the dooby doobie do doo. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and I had and I had somewhere I don't know it must be a, hopefully it's still somewhere buried in the basement at my parents house uh, they got me a little keychain too that that said that you know when I was you know like like 10 years old so I mean they you know, help me on this path. Of
0: <laughs> of they the they helped you, guided out. you, or they're responsible for it.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause w- once you started saying that about the Bud Ice, I was like, Oh, he's going to the, the penguins. The it penguins, was, was, was a legendary spot at the time.
0: It, it, I'm, I'm it, it's my it. favorite more so than the frogs for sure.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, the frogs were, were cool. I liked that too, but I think the penguins were, were much, were much better. Uh, with that now, I think if they brought the penguins back, maybe they would, you know, bring the Bud Ice back up into prominence again. I mean,
0: oh, but there'd be like some some fucked up like me Too movement against them because they made oh, some yeah. creepy ass like videos about it. Like oh, yeah, they're in the yeah, back yeah. of the car. They're in your house.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you go you go out there. Anybody who's listening, go onto to YouTube, put in the uh, the Bud Ice penguins commercials. And yeah, you look back at some of those things now and you're like. Man, that's really fucked up that they were do- <laughs> <laughs> they're doing this stuff and and yeah it was it was a a major promotion back at that time and just over the years I mean you know you don't hear it talked about much I'm surprised you know they you know they still make it you know to a certain extent but I guess there's still a lot of people out there other than me that are going out there and buying it
0: oh there's gotta be I think my favorite all time and so many people forget this since we're talking about like the mascots and the commercials and this has nothing to do with cheap booze and it's a it, it's it's what i do it's a tangent it's uh hands down the my favorite worst mascot quiznos in those retarded uh, no, no, the, the mice Sponge
1: monkeys were awesome sponge <laughs> monkeys were awesome <laughs> Uh, right, my, Do you even know
0: the name Sponge Monkeys. I didn't even uh, know that.
1: I, I lived <laughs> on. I lived on Quiznos when uh, when I was in college, and Quiznos was like the the new you know sandwich shop. and And my friends and I just literally talked about it today because because they were all over the place. And I don't know if you have any Quiznos. In California anymore?
0: Oh, we do. the The thing that we just got new here is uh, Jimmy John's, which you guys have had for a right. while. We just got those here.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and Quiznos was big for a while. We had they were all over the place here in New Jersey. And uh, me and a couple of my friends used to, you know, always go like every weekend. We'd go there. We would we'd get sandwiches. We we made friends with the the guy who owned the place because we were there. You know so much. I was even I was supposed to even dress up as the Quiznos. They had a big giant like cup like mascot that would stand on on the side of the road to to wave at the cars to try to get them to come in. Two times I was supposed to go there to dress up as the giant cup to stand out there, but both times for some reason the costume was broken or he made up some lame ass excuse, and I was like pumped up to. You know, stand on the side of the road, wave at the cars, tell them to come to Quiznos, you know, get my, you know, probably like 20 bucks for the for the day and a free sandwich to, <laughs> oh, to, to do this. Uh, it was never meant to be. But, yeah, at the time, those those sponge monkeys, the commercials, I mean, yes, they were kind of freaky, but,
0: but uh, you talked about them. That's great marketing. You're like, yeah, oh, these guys exactly. are ridiculous.
1: I mean, it wasn't good enough that the company could stay in, you know, as much business as it had at that time. So they they fucked it up somewhere. <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: But uh, but yeah, it, yeah. People always say, you oh, know, those, those stupid, you know, things were, you know, so freaky, and and they were.
0: They but were you talked about it.
1: Exactly. You got people talking, and then I guess it certainly didn't bring anybody into the the store. Because they went out of business in a lot of places, but but still they talked about it.
0: Yeah. Now I got to ask, only because you brought up the fact that you would dress like the drink. Did it look like Shake from Aqua Team Hunger Force, or how how were you? Uh,
1: it did. It was fairly similar to that. Now I, I like I'm gonna look really quick, but I really doubt <laughs> that there'll probably be any. Uh, pictures pictures of, finding of uh, that no, one No, no, there is, there is out there You search Quiznos Cup on Google And uh, you'll see The Quiznos Sub uh, Cup uh, out there Because it was like an inflatable costume And I guess I don't know if it had a hole in it Or something when I showed up To, to do it So you see all these people posing with the Quiznos Cup So that could have been me I could have been famous <laughs> As the, uh, the Quiznos uh, Cup, cup here
0: That's great uh,
1: But, but yeah, so yeah, it's similar to, to shake from the hunger
0: uh, force force. Yeah. Gotta love it. All right. So let's try this for it to give you a background on me. This is both for both of our audiences, everyone listening, East coast, West coast, everyone that's kind of in between there for us, uh, background on me of what I drink, what I choose to drink, how I chose it in kind of that way a quick synopsis and we'll, we'll we'll talk about it more here but a quick synopsis for me is um young kid didn't really drink much in high school didn't do much of that uh once i got 16 i made fake ids i learned how to make them because i used it as a class for counterfeit brought to the police they showed me how to make counterfeit ids <laughs> I think they knew what I was doing, but they offered to like, help me anyway, so it worked. And then I was buying alcohol and driving it around in my cars. And then I worked for a catering facility. and was taking booze and kegs, put it in my car, brought the empty shells back to make sure that they got recycled. And so we got our money back. Win-win, right? And so um, that was like my big introduction to alcohol. It was probably like a junior, senior year of high school. I uh, came to college. Broke as fuck, broke college student the entire time, and uh, still stuck in the hospitality world and learned that I can go to college and make tons of money as a bartender, bar back server. Did it for a long time. I have honestly had more high-end alcohol, wines, liquors, beers from all around the world that I can't afford to this day. And I mean like $110 per ounce. Like, wow. cavassiers. Wow. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: A really high roll of shit right there.
0: <laughs> that is embarrassingly stupid things to buy. Like, who buys that? Who the, who, yeah. Who's that asshole? You hear
1: that. Yeah. Once you said that, I'm like, I, I understand that stuff's out there, but I'm like, why are you going to spend your money on that? Even if I had that type of money. I certainly wouldn't spend it on that. No, no. (laughs) There's no reason. People want to do it to show off and whatever, whatever, dude, that's cool. You want to do it that way? Be that guy. But personally, no, thanks.
0: (laughs) No, it's not worth it to me. And as the patron and as a worker in hospitality, I can't sell. uh, I can't even get it out without laughing. I can't sell something. I don't know how it tastes. Except for pussy. I can sell it all. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh so I was able to taste all this stuff. I've had people from all over the country have me taste their things and kinda of go with it. And I'm I'm not an influencer. I'm not by the way, I don't like the way that sounds. Uh I'm not like someone that does this kind of stuff. And I've tried everything and I've gone back to what I like. I spent time in college throwing up the next day and having hangovers and just being ridiculously, ridiculously hungover and feeling like shit to understand that now I've taken out the bullshit super cheap, super bad. And I mean super cheap in terms of in my intro to college, my liquor was Bacardi 151. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was, it was like, like I think that was, I think everybody, I think, you know, had, I think you had to kind of start at that level. I mean, uh, for, for me personally, it was like the absolute, you know, like that whole line of the absolute vodkas and they had their flavored vodkas at the time. So I'm with you. I hear you where you're going,
0: but see, you were a little bit more uh, intelligent about it than I was. (laughs) Me, I, again, I'm cheap. And so I thought this. If it costs me $20 for a bottle of 85 proof absolute, or it costs me $20 for a bottle of 151 proof Bacardi, what's going to get me there quicker, hold me longer and what we'll have more of tomorrow.
1: Bacardi 151. It's smart. It's smart. It's a smart business decision right there.
0: I am not a smart business idea guy. I am cheap. And I think of how I can keep my money and then parlay the kept money into something different, which is considered business sense. But that's not where my mindset's at. I'm not thinking like. This is a great idea. I'm thinking if I spend twenty bucks here, I've got fifty bucks for the yeah, month. I'm gonna, gonna still get drunk
1: tonight. I'm gonna get drunk tomorrow, the next night, and maybe a fourth day from this, if I play my cards right, and and maybe somebody comes over and maybe they bring something too that I can, you know, drink and yeah, so I can have like five days off of this one bottle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and I last that bottle probably that would go for uh two weeks. And it's because almost exactly what you said except for the people that came over I'm like what do you got i'm like just bacardi oh, i love bacardi 151 are you fucking crazy
1: uh, you guys are <laughs> mooching, mooching off my shit over here
0: <laughs> well no it was fine because they would match we would match they would bring over like a 30 pack because okay, okay. that was like 20 bucks and they're like 151 like oh dude i feel like i okay. have a shot of that i'm like. Alright, half a shot and then we drink your thirty pack. It's win-win for me because my okay. my yeah, bottle lasts forever.
1: Okay, and in that case that's fine. First when you said that, I thought they were just coming over there to mooch off of your, you know, one fifty one and not bring anything. And be like, dude, come on, what do you what do you got for me? It's a trade-off here.
0: Oh no, people were way too much of a pussy to be able to drink that much. And I I would like to say that it's because of the one fifty-one. I am now We'll call it well-versed in alcohol that uh, I can out-drink pretty much everyone that we come into contact with. Now, Bobcat, you and I have not drank together yet, so I I can't say that for sure with you. But I can say for sure when people come up against me and it's someone trying to test my masculinity or my manhood, I go toe-for-toe pretty well. And I I can maintain myself so much so that the last time, and this was back in college, that uh, I ever got tested on this, I think I ended up drinking two-thirds of a handle of Crown Royal and still being just fine. And the other person had about six shots and then threw up and then went to bed.
1: (laughs) See, I've never been a big, hard alcohol drinker. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I can I can do it from time to time, but yeah, if you're going shot for shot with that, I don't know. I mean, I I can drink a lot of a lot of cheap shit uh, <laughs> and everything, but <laughs> when it when it comes to shots and and things like that, uh, I don't know. It like it's been a while for me too that the last time that I've tried to, you know. A pissing or contest a with liquor. Shot or two. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I mean, personally, I, I usually, uh, strength just stick to a lot of uh, a beer these days. But I'm up if somebody wants to challenge me. You know, I'm I'm, I'm always up for it. <laughs> so
0: if anyone wants to challenge Bobcat, make sure you hit up his website. <laughs> you hit up his link here, and you guys can do a Skype challenge and see what's gonna happen
1: (laughs) see what happens
0: (laughs) (laughs) see i don't i don't do the whole challenge things and it's it's simply because i enjoy the act of drinking that's why i like beer more than everything else because i can drink more of it and have fun with it but uh again my cheapness comes into hard hard effect the reason i drink crown royal is because i love whiskey i really really love whiskey um I hate Jack Daniels. Regular Jack Daniels. I'm not a fan. Are you?
1: Regular Jack, just, just, you're talking just straight up Jack. Straight up Jack, yep. No, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the straight up Jack. Uh, the Jack with the honey, that, that's pretty good.
0: Oh, Honey Jack. I tried that. I wasn't, I wasn't a huge fan of the Honey Jack either, but yeah, I, I, I don't I, I, like I, I the flavored like anything. Way. It's not just Jack Daniels. It's just a flavor to pretty much anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the The Jim Beam Apple is pretty good. I don't know if you've, if you've had that.
0: I have not Jim Apple. I've had Crown Apple, and I thought that was a bitch okay. drink.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, what
0: else? Unless you like Crown I mean, Apple, Apple had, then it's I've not had, a bitch I've drink. I've had
1: regular. I've had regular Crown uh, Royale before, and that that's pretty good. I can I can drink that. You know, I'm not going. You know, you know, shot for shot off it. But if you're just gonna sip on it, you know, and drink it, uh, I'm good with that.
0: Okay, and see, I like it because uh, in college, uh, my frat brother, my roommate, a friend of mine, loved Jack Daniels, so it was always Jack. And so we would drink that because he'd buy that, and I, again, was broke. So I stopped drinking 151, but just went to Bacardi Superior. So, because you can buy a fucking handle of that for like $18. (laughs) And so that was my...
1: You could have always gotten cheaper and got the uh pop-off... Vodka. oh
0: no 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 well, i tried that and i couldn't do it i couldn't do it
1: <laughs> or how about um uh the the k1 um one? Yeah, i'm gonna fuck up the uh the name there because uh, i had a couple of people who've been on my podcast uh it's not camacha or or, or is something it, like that is it
0: still plastic bottle bottom shelf
1: yeah it is it's um I don't know. They they're, they're going to be pissed off. It was uh, <laughs> a couple guys who I had on my podcast before and they were talking about the starts with the K. I'll, I'll have to figure it out, but it was yeah. another low bottom shelf uh, uh, vodka too that you know they were talking about saying, you know, about the same might have been a step up from the pop off <laughs> vodka. How how, how hard is that not
0: to step up from the pop off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, a funny thing for this one is a uh, pop-off itself went from a plastic squeezy bottle. I think it's a glass bottle oh, now com- actually.
1: Kamachka. Kamachka.
0: It's Kamachka.
1: Kamachka. Oh yeah.
0: That's the black and red label, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's red. It's got some black yeah. lines uh, yeah. on it there.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've yeah. seen that before. Uh, the pop-off, uh, it cracks me up because the fiance, one of her old friends she was a cunt. I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> uh, she was from the elk of my family has money. Therefore I'm better than thou. Uh, they were also East Coaster ites. I, uh, they're from new England. So not fans of mine. Cause I'm a Mets fan. Uh, but her gift to people every year, hence why I'm saying the pop off, uh, catch on here uh, to everyone every year going here yeah see we're going here i'm trying to i'm trying to bring it all back here uh <laughs> she would buy handles on handles and handles of a pop-off run it through her brita filter and some like lemons and peaches and shit and give people a bottle from ross and a cork saying that she has made flavored vodka no bitch you bought some $5 pop-off, ran that through a charcoal filter with some limes, and called it a gift. That wow. is not okay.
1: No, no, that's... I mean, there's there's cheaping out on a gift, and then there's really cheaping out on a gift. And, and <laughs> congratulations huh? to you. You really cheaped out on that one.
0: Yeah, I'm cheap. I'm not that cheap.
1: <laughs> yeah. God At, le- at least trying to pawn off the, the pop-off vodka as something different than that. If you're going to buy the the handle of Pop Off Vodka, just say what it is. It's like, look, you're showing up. You have the handle. It's like, look, this is all I got. Take it or leave it. And you say, oh, all right, fine. We'll deal with it.
0: Oh, shit. And someone for there was Prada and Gucci to buy Pop Off and say, I charcoal filtered it twice. It's the same as Grey Goose. Fuck you.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, no, no thanks. Yeah, yeah. No. I'll, I'll pass on that one. <laughs>
0: So here's the question for you about talking about, you know, hiding in misleading alcohols in college. We put all of the high end bottles on the mantle because that's what classy college kids do (laughs) after their drink. Now the cheap ass, classy ass college kids took that classy ass bottle of gray goose Because we didn't know that Chopin and there were other vodkas are better than Grey Goose, in my opinion. But we had the Grey Goose bottle, and then we would actually take a funnel and pour in the pop-off into the Grey Goose bottle, put the cap back on, put it back in the freezer, and we would fake the shit out of people we pulled out there. And we'd have kids, you know, our age, I'm not saying kids like 10 years old, but we'd have other <laughs> college like, students drinking the same thing. Like, this is so good. Just the mere illusion. Like it, it is an illusion to people that the placebo effect really does make them feel they're drinking better content, except for pretty sure this is what you do. Like, I think you can taste this better than most people can. I can. I knew it was bad. I didn't even drink it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's the whole thing it's it's the illusion of of saying oh this is what you're drinking this is this high class shit but really it's, it's the bottom of the barrel stuff
0: it is literally scraping the bottom of the barrel it's one of those things of there's cheap to be cheap there's cheap to be an asshole and there's cheap because cheap is good and I stick with that in Terms of going back to whiskey. Again, I love Crown Roll. By the way, I'm not sponsored, I'm not paid by Crown Roll. There's there's no like benefit to me for saying this. <laughs> I do have three handles of Crown Roll on my cabinet right now. And for those of you who want to see what I'm talking about, um there's gonna be pictures on thehermanjames.com. And there's going to be pictures of the wine cabinet that I've refinished for like 30 bucks a purchase. It looks great. We have cheap wine on there, which is what I'm gonna get to here in a moment. And then you're gonna see my uh, liquor cabinet that has cheap liquor in it. The reason I have handles of Crown Royal in my cabinet is because A, I love Crown Royal, it's not spiced like the bullshit Jack Daniels. Or you'd have for like Captain Morgan Spice Rum. I don't like spice anything anymore. It's smooth. It's a little bit sweet. I get that. It's not a fagla kind of a thing. Fuck you guys. <laughs> it, it, I, it's I like good,
1: Captain. Uh, uh, let that yeah, out there. I, uh,
0: I've got two handles of it. I'm not. I'm not mad at it. I use it for a mixture, but I'm not drinking it straight.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. If I do a Captain and Coke or something like that. that's yeah, exactly. I drink it straight up. But if I'm mixing something, uh, I have no problem with that.
0: Yeah, give me some captains, some orange juice, a little bit of pineapple. Throw a bit of a uh, Myers dark rum on that. We got a mai tai. I'm okay with that. I'm mad at yeah. that, but I can walk to Costco, and a handle of Crown Royal cost me twenty five dollars. Not mad at that either.
1: <laughs> oh, you, you cannot, you cannot go wrong uh, with that because I was trying to look now because I, I had a picture here of a uh, when you were talking about the mantle. Of oh, putting all
0: the all cheap the booze and the empty bottles on there.
1: there and I know I have a picture somewhere which i'll I'll have to dig up. It was from you know my shitty camera phone at the time, you know, in college, and I had in my room uh, in college on the top of my uh, bookshelf or whatever the hell it was there, I lined up all like the the different empty bottles of of beer. Uh, that I you know had drank over the over the year like the different types like if I had you know a, a bud ice I'd put the empty bottle up there a bud or or whatever I know I had a bottle of I think Captain up there and maybe some other stuff there which I was trying to find right now on my computer it was probably somewhere I don't know where the hell it is but I'll, I'll try to find it. like you said you were gonna put up the picture on on your website of of your layout there I'm gonna try to find this one here and put it up at uh, com when I when we post up the uh, the podcast so we can kind of have a, uh, a comparison there. But I did find a picture of one of the kitchen or dining room tables from uh, A Drunken Night, which from the date on it says it was 2011, which was uh, cans of Budweiser, and there's a bottle of, uh, of Crown Royale, and then I think some some IPAs and looks like, I think it might be a bottle of whiskey. It might've been, I'm not sure which one it was, but I'll throw that up there <laughs> uh, too. Once, once you start, you know, digging deep, trying to find these things, when you you kind of go back in your, your time machine of, Oh yeah, that's what I, that's what I did that night. I don't, re- I don't remember it, but there's a picture of the, uh, the empty cans and bottles. <laughs> exactly.
0: And that's the thing. It, we drank to get drunk, and we we knew what we were doing at the time. We were trying to be classy about it and have a good time. And then everyone gives you the idea of this is what's supposed to be drunk, and this is what's supposed to have gone on there. It sounds to me, I, I went more for liquor than you went for at a younger age. And by the way, everyone, this is Bobcats and mine. First interaction with each other. This is off the cuff for everyone. We're not like... This is not scripted. We're not having a good time and like joshing each other. By the way, if you want to josh me, do. And I, don't, <laughs> I don't understand what the joshing means, but it, it's there.
1: Yeah, whatever that is.
0: Yeah. yeah. And uh, by the way, uh, Bobcat, I just sent you a picture in uh, Twitter. And this is me in the frat house. And you'll see the mantle behind us. And those okay, of you yeah. that want to see what I'm talking about, this picture will also be on thehermanjams.com. You'll see uh, everything uh, I'm talking about. You'll be able to understand what we're going for. But the idea behind drinking the good beer and the good alcohol behind everything and putting off, it's that presentation of how great we are, how much we can afford all that happy horseshit. But the reality is now I'm older. That's all I got That's older. I'm still smart. I'm a smart. <laughs> I'm older. Yeah, yeah. I'm older. I
1: still drink. You know. yeah, I I'm I'm still drink. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I, I was good looking. And I'm good looking now. Like, <laughs> I did a good looking one back then. And my fiance is good looking now. Like there, there's really not much else changed except for now I'm older and I make more right. money. Like other than that, like, we're about the same. Now, the question I was going to bring up to you in terms of when I was talking about uh my wine cabinet and my liquor cabinet, which are two different things like oh, fucking my parents were were your parents that way a deviation of hide liquor hide the wine
1: no not not really uh i mean my my parents uh were mainly uh i mean my dad was a big uh beer drinker uh growing up he was a big uh, heineken drinker that's, that's uh that's what that's he
0: would the one the time. one beer that gives me a hangover
1: yeah i i have a a decent uh tolerance i guess uh uh to it there uh and then then eventually over the years then he f- then he ventured off to the corona light that's his beer there now, you go. uh that he drinks there oh, my oak there, <laughs> there there was never there was never a a huge amount of you know they had you know the hard stuff uh and everything but uh it was kind of like out there uh, in the open, but I wasn't—I wasn't really the type to, you know, try to go in and, you know, steal stuff yeah. and and things like that. Because uh, you I know mean, it, it was probably later in the similar to what used to kind of like later in the high school years when I started to get into drinking and stuff. But I was lucky enough to have uh, uh, friends and and their parents who were very, you know, lenient with it. Like as long as you you were staying there, you know. You can have drinks and hang out. Just, you know, don't do anything stupid.
0: Well, yeah, exactly, because that made more sense. Like, let's participate in, like, we'll give you this if you're going to stay here. But if you're going to go out somewhere else, like, no, don't drink, don't drive. We'll pick you up.
1: Right, right. Yeah, and and even when I started drinking a lot, too, I started with uh, Corona was one of the first. It was Corona, I think. And then, of course, Light was probably the other, you know entry beers uh <laughs> that i had into uh into the world nice. of
0: and see in my world of like drinking in my world of like beer in itself was i didn't drink much beer when i was you know 16 17 years old in high school figuring that stuff out i took the half kegs and stuff like that because it was a good party keg but if i was gonna buy something i didn't like the taste of beer so at that yeah well i didn't like the taste of the beers I knew Bud Coors, it just wasn't my thing, so I actually bought Mike's Hard Lemonade. Like that was my thing. Like it, back in high school, it's Mike's Hard Lemonade. It worked.
1: I, I I don't have much to say, <laughs> <for this. laughs> but but I I can't blame you uh either for that. I mean, at it's something that's it's it's simple, it's basic. It, it's not tough to drink. Uh.
0: And as a kid, you like so, that?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to find something to you know knock you down on, with that. But I was sitting here thinking, and I'm like, you know, I can't really, you know, give you any shit for that. Because I mean, I, I I drank them from time to time, you know. Too. I mean that and uh, smearing off ices, or the other <laughs> ones. Oh, don't forget the Zimas. And, well, yeah, yeah. I mean i mean i've had the Zemas, uh you know recently when they came back you know yep. a Relaunch. year or so ago uh, but yeah i i can't blame you i i can't say that i'm i'm happy uh, <laughs>
0: <at
1: it. laughs> uh, but but I, I totally uh understand it
0: yeah and i can't say i've had one in a long time i it was a high school thing because I could drink them and it, I, I enjoyed the taste and they weren't bad and this and that, that and this. But it it's really just kind of the start of like being able to drink and kind of easing yourself into drinking and enjoying drinking. Because it, the mentality I had as a youth or a youth, depending on where you're from,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, where I came into college was as a youth, I had disposable income. I didn't have to pay for shit like at all. Like you live at home with your parents. You're going to high school. Like what bills do you have?
1: Right. Right.
0: So you can pay someone to buy you alcohol. By the way, I learned Spanish specifically to ask the Mexicans at Safeway to buy me beer.
1: That is a good trait to have. That was a, a wise, uh, uh, use of your time. It worked well. I
0: would give them 20 bucks, and they'd buy me an 18 pack and they would keep the change and they would get themselves some booze or some food. I didn't care because I got an 18 pack and I was good.
1: <laughs> I'll take it. Let's go. Yeah,
0: that, that's all that mattered to me. That that, that worked. And so that, I think that parlayed me into understanding at that age, how to get what you want and then move forward from there. And so I did that. I worked from that point of, okay, this is, the money I have to work with what can I do to expand my profile and so I went from tasting alcohol in terms of like liquor and beer and then expanding my horizons to wine I have had bottles of wine that have been upwards of what they tell me $3,000, 3500 uh, for a ball of wine, which is exponential to me that, that, that shouldn't be something anyone pays for because the fiance and I, and you'll see the wine cabinet on the hermanjames.com. By the way, Bobcat, get on plugging yourself shamelessly on this. I know, and
1: uh, I know. <laughs> <I know. laughs> check it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you'll see the actual wine cabinet that I bought for 30 bucks. And I refinished, repurposed, and read everything with And we have bottles of wine on there that are really expensive that were given to us for gifts or for host gifts because we host a lot of events in our household. But the things that we buy are no more than like $18 for a bottle of wine. And the idea of paying more for that hurts me. I'm not a wino. I also don't have specific this or that's for wine. I do personally enjoy a you know Pinot Noir That's just what I like for drinking but I spend a lot of time in hospitality so I can say that and have taste everything but I also put a you know 15 20 dollar aerator in a cheap bottle of wine and then flip it upside down and pour it and that makes this very very cheap bottle of wine taste as elegant as a high-end bottle of wine would be sometimes even better and that bottle of wine lasts us maybe an hour, so why spend you know more than honestly 15 bucks on something that lasts you 45 minutes? Except for hookers, if you can last longer, <laughs> yeah, pay for that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you gotta spend you gotta spend more money for for that there. Yeah, but once you start talking about the uh, the cheap wine, now have you ventured down the the bum wine road? Uh, in the past, with your uh, you know Night Train or Thunderbird, MD twenty twenty, uh, MD- Wild Irish Rose,
0: I've done the MDs for sure. Uh, everything else I've heard of, I, I I can't tell you if I remember trying them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you might. If you have, you might not remember it. That's the that's the trade off.
0: We also played Edward Forty Hands, and then we bought random shit after that, and kind of went on the road with that.
1: Yeah, yeah, you start with that, then you say, okay, I have, you know, $4 left. Okay, what can I get here that's going to get me drunk uh, as quick as possible that I won't remember? And you're like, exactly. oh, okay, I'll take that.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and everyone loves some mad dog. If you have a mad dog, get the fuck out of here. Come on, like, everyone's tried that, right?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, people might not want to admit it, you know, that they, they've had it. But it's like, look, just come out here, just say it. You know, we've all done it. You know, some of us are still doing it. You know, fear myself. (laughs) But you know, there's there's no shame in that. Go out there if you see it in your travels. You know, pick it up, give it a shot. You know, take a trip down memory lane. Your your college, your high school days. You know, maybe (laughs) drinking this stuff. Uh, It's still out there. You can still get it.
0: Now, see, in terms of cheap wine, I I started buying things when it came to wine, and it. Because of my pervy mentality. I buy by name. And so the first wines I'm buying are menage a trois, gnarly head, things of that nature. Because that's A, funny, B, sexual, and C, cheap as fuck.
1: Right, So, right.
0: And now you look at it and there's still fantastic wines to drink. And to pull it back into liquor, because this is what you like to go with as well, have you had... The Ménage à Vodka?
1: I have not. No, I, I heard you mention it on uh, on one of your other podcasts. Uh, I've heard the of it. The
0: Blind uh, oh. Taste Test.
1: Yeah, I, I heard, I've heard of it, but I have not uh, given it a try yet.
0: We have a grocery outlet out here in uh, California. I don't have a freaking clue where that's like... Out to how far it comes from or anything that I said. But we have a, it's like an expiration market. So like if if your food's about to expire in three days, they've got it. And I say it like it's downtrodden, but I like to shop there because if you're buying food and cooking it that day, it's a quarter of the price of going yeah. to like a Bel Air Raley's.
1: Yeah, there's nothing nothing wrong with that. If you're yeah, if you're gonna use it right away, you know, might as well, uh, you know, it's like the uh, the cheap booze of the cheap food. You know, I mean, get it now.
0: Agreed. And so you get a fifth of vodka for five bucks. Like, how? how there's there's no cheaper than it, that.
1: That's uh, that's crazy. That's like uh, that's ludicrous pricing right there. That is cheaper than pop off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you think you couldn't get any cheaper, these guys go around and, and change the game on you. And
0: those that haven't listened to the blind taste test, Ménage Trois Vodka won hands down. They beat Tito's. They beat Smirnoff. They beat Kettle and Kirkland. Like, they won. That $5 bottle won. <laughs>
1: Like, uh, you know, you're doing something right if if that's going to win the taste test.
0: Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. It's like it's that's the cheapest of the cheap when it comes to monetarily cheap, not production cheap. And that works great. I've got two balls out of my cabinet. (laughs) Like, it's it's a good thing to do. And I I think, excuse me, I actually burped right there. (laughs) (sighs) <laughs> <sighs> that beer man speaking of the beers we're, I'm going to go back I, I've got one here of the yeah, needy
1: actually you. I, I got to take a quick break because I'm like dying over here and I got to grab another beer really quick so I'm going to put you down for, for one second one uh, and let me just uh, <laughs> alright sounds break. good <laughs> alright hold on I'm to crack open uh, this bad boy here
0: <laughs> so what do you have over there
1: Still, still drinking the uh, the Yingling uh, light over here. <laughs> you know, it's the uh, it's, it's the beer of the week, so you gotta crack crack them open and enjoy.
0: <laughs> there you go, and uh, find those on uh, Bobcat's website. What's the website? We're going to yeah, find yeah, that beer? Yep,
1: yeah. Bum, bumwinebob.com is where you can find all the the best and the worst of cheap booze. Uh, we just celebrated our five year anniversary. Uh, this past week, so so yeah, they said it couldn't be done uh and people didn't think it it would last this long, but here we are <laughs> five years later, and uh still still going strong
0: nice, congrats to that that's fantastic,
1: thank you, thank you
0: so if we get back to the idea of the hiding of cheap alcohol, to the drinking of it, to coming to fruition, to where we are now in the world of what we drink and kind of how we get there. Um, By the way, it's like a breakdown whole fucking episode. But (laughs) I think for me, a lot of things came from where I was in life at the time in terms of, uh, you know, going to college and being broke and then having to figure out how to sustain and kind of how to live live and kind of move forward and still be prosperous and still be, you know, functioning. And honestly, th- to not look like I'm a fucking cheap ass. And so that's kind of where I came to, into what I drink. And that's where I like to go with and cheap booze to me isn't cheap booze in terms of like, I'm only buying the bottom rung of whatever I'm getting. Like I said, I'm a bargain chopper. I, I bought four 16-ounce cans for seven dollars for local microbrew beer, which is phenomenal. That's not a bad price. I also no, drink liquor. No,
1: not at all. Yeah, not not for that at least.
0: No, and everything else is like you know ten, twelve, fifteen, sixteen, eighteen dollars for four cans. It's like, uh, what do you do with that? I, uh, it's expensive to be a hipster (laughs)
1: yeah Yeah, i'm not a hipster fan that is true yeah all the the hipster craft beer gurus of the world you know Mm
0: -mm. uh, i don't i don't mix the hipster and guru together
1: yeah yeah i i guess you're you're right you know they 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 think they they are gurus of uh of the world, but we'll leave it at that.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll go with that. They think they're, but nah, I, I don't think that they are.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I, I don't need a fucking jacked up, greased up mustache. I don't drink IPA because it's fucking fun. I drink it because I'm from a town where Loganitas was brewed forever before it sold to Heineken and became an international company. Like, that's what I grew up with. It was there. Not because it's fucking popular.
1: You have to drink it because you like it. I mean, that's the main thing. It's like, doesn't matter if it's expensive, it's cheap. It's whatever you enjoy to drink. And and that's what I always say. I'm like, it's a a judgment-free zone Uh, on my show and on my podcast. I say, hey, whatever you want to drink... You know that's fine. You want to drink, you know, the, the cheap stuff. You want to drink the craft beer. You want to crack open a Mike's Hard Lemonade. I mean, that's <laughs> up to that, you. That that that's your own thing. Uh, uh, everybody has their own their own palate, their own things that they enjoy. And if that's what you like, hey, more power to you.
0: Exactly. It's whatever's palatable to you is fine. Now, I say that. Uh, with an asterisk, I guess. I don't know how you say it because I'm judging myself for saying it. But it's because if you want to tell me that your beer, your liquor, your wine, whatever it is you're drinking is better than whatever I'm drinking at the time because it's more expensive, you're an asshole. That's not true. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, I agree with you there. Yes, yeah, when you become the snob. And you start to, you know, rub that in people's noses and say, oh, well, I'm drinking this. And this was, you know, $15 for, a, you know, a 24-ounce can. Oh, this is so much better than your, you know, your your Corona Light or whatever you're drinking at the time. It's like, dude, who cares? I'm drinking, you're drinking, I'm trying to get a good buzz on. Maybe I'm trying to get drunk, depending, depending on what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, but it's like, hey, if you want to drink one beer... And, and get drunk and be passed out, hey, go for it, man. I'm here for the long haul to, to have fun and have a good time.
0: Exactly. And I think that's where it comes to me, and that's where it's uh, disrespectful to people that are just drinking a drink. We're social drinkers. What we do as a culture, we're social individuals. And I will joshu and again people google this i don't know what the fuck this is, idea of joshing someone came I, I, don't, I don't even know what that means but i've just heard my dad say it so i say it like i, I, I don't sounds get it. Good. Yeah, it sounds good who the fuck is josh why are we josh be? why is that a bad thing <laughs> I, I don't get that but um don't tell me that your gray goose is better than my kirkland because common conception is they're both done in the same district in France. Same water, same everything. But you're paying twice as much as I am paying for Kirkland. It doesn't make you better or worse than me. It just makes you look like an asshole. Because for every one drink you have, I get two. It's the idea that pushing the high sticker price on alcohol makes your taste better than those who drink lesser priced alcohol and I, I that is highly highly unrealistic that's not even true like there are some very good cheap wines cheap alcohol liquors and beers that are far better and far greater than anything you're paying for high dollar amounts for
1: I agree with you 100%. Um, I think you pretty much hit the nail right on the head, and that's kind of what we're trying to accomplish. You know, I guess that's what we'll we'll say. You know, as our, you know, our epiphany, I guess, <laughs> for for, <laughs> for this podcast is, you know, well, you know, we're sitting here discussing the world of cheap booze, cheap beers, wines, liquor, all the good stuff in between. It's like, look, just because you're you like higher end stuff more expensive that doesn't make it any better than the next guy who's drinking you know the cheap stuff I mean it's up to the person what do they like what do they enjoy I mean we're sitting here having a good time throwing back some drinks you know chatting about our uh, drinking experiences and and adventures in the in the world of uh, of cheap booze but you know some people have the same thing with the higher end stuff and more power to them if that's the way they want to live their life.
0: And I agree with that, and I, I can't argue that. But I, I've had the really expensive, I've had the really cheap, I've had everything in between, and I can't say that there is a deviation between price and quality. You have good lower end things that are great. You have good higher end things that are great. I think it really comes to someone's purse. Like, what is it, can you afford that you can try and drink? I think there are stigmas on certain types of alcohol, and it doesn't matter if it's beer, wine, or booze, that they're, are, they are stuck with. And it's something that people don't want to pay for because they don't think they can afford it, or they think I get the same thing for less. But if the alcohol content isn't there, then It's not the same. And for drinking, I think taste should be the determining factor, not alcohol content. But if you're going for alcohol content, then alcohol content and price should be there. And those should be, uh, you know, one in the other. In, in terms for what I'm doing here, I've got, what, 6.5 alcohol by volume. For a 16 ounce can. And it's four of them for seven bucks. I'm not mad at that. It's, it's a good price. It's a good beer. It's a good find. But I don't think someone drinking Grey Goose or Belvedere is better than me drinking Smirnoff or Absolute. Because I can get one and a half or two for their one.
1: You pretty much nailed it, I, I, <laughs> I give you. <laughs> I'm just sitting back, you know, listening to your, your reasoning as you break down everything. And I'm like, man, this guy knows what he's talking about. You know, he's he's playing or at least he's playing it off that way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, yeah, I, I've yeah, been yeah. It,
1: has, it, it has to taste good. Uh, and if you're looking for the higher alcohol content for the price, I mean, it has to weigh out in your, in your favor for what you can spend, what your budget is, uh, and, and really it, it's up to, to you to you know, pick and choose what you think is uh, the best, and, and what's, what's going to make you happy. I mean, that's, that, that, that's the main thing. If, you, if you're drinking, you want to you know, get a good buzz, you want to be happy, you want to have a good time. Uh, and what's going to get you there and at least for me i always think what's going to make you get through it for the long haul for the the whole day if it's you know summertime barbecue party whatever you know if you're starting to drink you know one two o'clock in the afternoon i still want to be up and going you know by nine ten o'clock you know at night and you know Pacing yourself. Uh I mean if you start doing shots <laughs> and mixing things, that's a whole different story. Uh you never know what might happen at that point. But but yeah, just, it's up to don't
0: you. Just our tequila in you there, you're good. To.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so there's a there's a lot of choices out there for everybody, and I think we uh we broke down a lot of it <laughs> and, and, you know, there's, there's probably a lot more, you know, you know, we, we can cover and, and definitely I think we'll have to uh, uh, do it again uh, in the future for a, you know, part two of our uh, uh, cheap booze uh, uh, adventures and, and, and podcasts and, uh, and we'll have to uh, we'll you know, Maybe we'll do a little more, you know, pre work and a uh, prep uh, <laughs> next time. Maybe maybe we'll coordinate a uh, a beverage uh, uh, to enjoy. Uh, but but yeah, there's there's a lot out for there sure. for people to 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 enjoy and check out. And I, and hopefully anybody who who listens to this show, uh, maybe we educated you on the the finer things of the cheap booze world
0: and why you shouldn't be. Judgmental on price. You can find great booze, great beer, great wine, whatever it is you want to drink, whatever it is you normally spend your money on. There are better alternatives than just paying for the name of whatever you're drinking, whatever you want to buy. There are great alternatives to everything in which you look at and maybe give it a chance. And if you're afraid of stigma and you're afraid of uh, judgmental ideas between your friends, Beside the fact that you're hanging out with fucked up friends, maybe you yeah, just don't yeah. tell them what so, you're yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, just to say fuck it, you know, fuck them, <laughs> drink what you want, that's it.
0: Exactly. And then maybe just put your own nice booze that you like in that expensive bottle. There Plus you know, some college yeah. games.
1: No, yeah, yeah, and nobody's the wiser. You know, no just don't, like uh, just keep it to yourself though. Don't, you know, start sharing it so once people, you know, take a sip, they're like, are you sure this is what's in this bottle?
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That, that, that. Let them question it. Let them be like, oh, this is great. Where did this come from? You don't want to know.
1: Yeah, yeah, don't don't ask the questions you don't want the answers to. Just uh just leave it at that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, right. it was a good time. I, I appreciate both of us, you know, sitting down. Well, me on on, on Boeing with Bobcat, and then uh, yourself there as well. The the rant with with Herman James and friends, and friends, uh, you know, Bobcat's you know, friend. Let's see, we're making we're making friends. We're having a good time. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the world of podcasting from coast to coast. You know, we did it from New Jersey to California through the wonder of the internet, people you know who who would have thought
0: uh al gore he made the internet
1: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you al gore for making this all uh, uh possible all possible yeah.
0: <laughs> all right folks well if you're looking to find the rant make sure to uh check out the the rants Live podcasts are on there. We play the most recent ones on the homepage. All the past and all the archived ones can be found in the podcast locations as well as the podcast notes. They're all free. Check them out.
1: Yeah, and you can find me, Mr. Bumwine Bob or Bobcat, or or for all the, the, little, the little Bobcats uh, <laughs> out there, <laughs> uh, you can find uh, the blog and the podcast at bumwinebob.com for all of my uh, cheap booze adventures and you can find bumming with bobcat on on all your favorite podcast apps and and devices uh you know i haven't tried to 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 yell it at the um
0: the smart speaker uh, yet
1: yeah, not not yet. So so we'll see. Maybe maybe it will work, or maybe it will play uh, something else. I guess we'll have to try it out. Bob out. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 might, it might. You never know. You never know. But yeah. But you can find us uh, anywhere you you get all your 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 podcasts. Is where you can find uh, uh, Bone Wine, Bob.
0: Nice. Well, I appreciate you uh, coming on my uh, podcast, Bob. I appreciate you letting me on yours as well. It's it's yeah. been fun. We had a good time.
1: Yes, yeah, a good time. I I appreciate the uh, the invite and uh, and the good time we had here. And yeah, we'll definitely have to uh, do it again for a you know a part two of the uh, the coast to coast cheap booze uh, adventures. Because you know we c- we could go on here probably for for a few more hours. But you know we'll we'll leave the people wanting more for the for the future until the next time.
0: Cheap or expensive beer, wine, booze, or whatever doesn't make the person. It isn't the choice of whether you spend a lot of money that makes you a better person versus if you don't want to spend as much money because either you can't afford it or because you don't think it's worth it to you. Either choice of spending a lot or not spending any at all doesn't make you a better or lesser of a person. And for those of you who think that by... Spending a shit ton of money on a bottle of crystal or high-end fucking booze at a goddamn store You're a fucking idiot And when it comes to you Pushing your fucking ways onto people and pushing people down and looking down your nose at other people that don't want to spend that kind of money or can't afford to spend that kind of money. Who the fuck do you think you are? When did it become a social status symbol that because you bought a $40 glass of wine versus someone buying a $40 bottle of wine makes you a better fucking person? It doesn't in any way. You might think it does because you want to spend your money on that, but the reality is you're getting the same fucking idea in the same fucking result as someone else drinking a lesser wine for a lot less money and because they're not spending as much money as you they get to have more of it and you know what you get the same fucking idea if you want to talk about the tenons of the wine fuck you you get the same results and the same great flavor out of a lesser bottle than you would out of an 85 fucking bordeaux that you have 10 minutes to drink after it's been open for three fucking hours fuck you that's Not worth my time. That's not worth my fucking money or my effort. I'm going to go to the fucking store. I'm going to buy a 5 to $10 bottle of wine. Use an aerator on it and drink it right now. Why? Because I don't have fucking time to wait three fucking hours to drink something in 10 minutes and hope that it's good. And hope that I can get it down before it turns and goes bad. Fuck you. And those of you who want to go to a fucking bar and buy expensive liquor for your fucking mixed drinks or for your shots. The only one that thinks any better of you is the fucking owner of that establishment because your dumbass is paying 3,000% of what it cost him to fucking have in the shop anyway. Meanwhile you got the smart people who have been drinking the well to call vodkas or booze and they've been able to buy a lot more than you enjoy themselves a lot more and that's been nearly as much as you why because it's smarter work smarter harder you fucking assholes and because you want to look down at someone for not spending that kind of money because you think you're better than them fuck you where'd that come from i bet your parents weren't drinking that shit i bet your parents wouldn't even treat someone like that so where'd you get that stigma your insecurities your small dick stinky vag that's coming up you're projecting onto other people you're flaunting money you probably don't even have you're probably buying on a credit card and making minimum fucking payments meanwhile everyone else around you has got a family they've got a fucking house they've got a life a career things that they want to spend money on and save money for not go to a fucking bar have a 300 dollars bar tab and have one bottle of something why because you can Fuck you, the dumbest shit I've ever heard of in my life. I still to this day will call on friends who have connections with friends to get a booth that we don't have to fucking pay for because it doesn't cost the goddamn uh, shop anything to have it there. Why the fuck would I pay $1,500 plus booze plus a tip? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I, I'm not spending my fucking mortgage to have a fucking private booth for one night just so everyone else can see me in it. It's the dumbest shit I've ever heard of. And if you've got the money for that, and you want to do that, and you think that is going to make you a better person because other people see you in that, you need to change your priorities. That's not how this is going to work because the reality of this is once that boot's gone and your hangovers fucking hard hitting you, that's your job left from that night. That's a hangover and probably a bad memory because you probably went home alone and if you didn't, you probably went home with someone that probably left you a nice little surprise in your pants. Yeah, hopefully you got insurance for that too. Or is that something you look down on people for? Because people have insurance to cover themselves and you just think, ah, I don't need that shit. High deductibles, never get sick. Only herpes three times a year. If You were looking down your nose at people because you want to spend more money on things, fuck you. That's why you're home alone by yourself jacking off and crying, you bitch. Well, that's all the time we've got for this episode. I want to thank Bobcat for tuning in and sharing a podcast with me here. It's the first time either of us have done a simultaneous podcast. It's going to go live coast to coast. So make sure you check out bumwinebob.com for his podcast. Check out his beers of the week and great cheap drinking tips don't forget to go to thehermanjames.com pick up that podcast marketing checklist make sure your podcast is all over social media so you can get as many followers and hopefully get sponsored as quickly as possible again that's thehermanjames.com that's the podcast marketing checklist and you know what if you want to get your podcast aired on this podcast shoot me a promo hit up my fiverr account and we can work something out for you get you either a 5 second to 30 second promo on here get you listed in our details and if you want to see some great podcasts check out the No Funny Podcast Network at com, and don't forget to check out those crazy Irish bastards on the east coast at the Shots for Likes podcast at shotsforlikes.com. That's all time I've got for the show for this day. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for comments and thank you for leaving reviews on iTunes. I really appreciate them. Let everyone else know what to expect on the show. I can't wait to be in your ears next time. Have a good one.